Welcome back to episode 23 of Living Your Life Well Planned. It's the 80-20-365 success system with Adam Vincent Gilmer. He's in California, enjoying a great life. I'm your host, Gene Valaitis, and I'm just all over the place. Um, I'm very, very excited about this episode. Uh, please take notes. Make sure you have your daily planner out. This is going to be important. Um, if you've gotten to this point and you're saying, what's a daily planner? Yikes. <laughs> but we'll explain it anyway. It's, um, it's uh, a planner you're going to get, a system you're going to get for one entire year. And uh, it's based on 90 days, but you're also going to have sections where you have 30 and 60. It'll have your... Uh, your daily purpose statement. It'll, it'll have everything you need to give you direction. If you incorporate your daily planner with these free podcasts or free videos, or if you're on uh, Apple iTunes or Spotify, however you use it, it's a system that, that we put together just for you. Now we can't give away the daily planner. It's about a dollar a day to give you life-changing results, new and better results. So go to 802365.com, order your daily planners. You'll get them for the year. Uh, they'll arrive uh, via whatever method. In some countries, you'll be printing them out be, uh, simply because of, you know, what's going on with COVID-19 and things like that. Um, if you've been following along, and, and you don't have to follow along like episode one, episode two, episode three, it's, you'll get the most out of the course if you do follow it along that way, but you can jump in anywhere, go back and review because reviewing material is always important. But if you've been doing the one, two, three, four, five, six, etc. episode thing, and you're now jumping into episode 23, I'm going to tell you, this is where it gets fun. It also gets serious, but you know, we like to have fun around here as well, because what's, what's, what's the point of being successful and miserable? Nobody wants to have that. I mean, look at the life that uh, Adam leads. It's absolutely fantastic with his wife and beautiful kids. What we're going to talk about today is we're going to take leadership from our last episode, and we're going to tack on two words to the beginning of that, and that's high performance leadership. So for those who are completely uninitiated, what's, how do you, to, to begin with, first question, real quick question, what's high performance mean? And secondly, how do you go from being a leader to a high performance leader or a high performance person? I'm going to sit back and listen to this one because I, I love this explanation. <clears throat> All right. So good morning, good evening uh, around the world again. Thanks for uh, jumping on and uh, listening to our, our other podcast here. Uh, high performance leadership comes down to uh, the characteristics of what we consider high performance. In every industry that there is, uh, in the sports industry, uh, as an example, you've got uh, teams that will hang out, work out, uh, play together. And then you have, you know, your starter team, and then you have your secondary team. And the starter team tends to be made up of people that uh, the coach and uh, maybe the people who own the team are looking to see what are the uh, small little differences, little characteristics in people that for whatever reason, the performance of the act, uh, the job, uh, you know, the way the ball was handled, what have you, is just that little bit better. And when you put a whole bunch of a little bit better uh, in people together on an amazing team, uh, a team that trusts each other, a team that's working together with a common goal, a team that has a purpose, you know, want to go win a championship or, uh, hey, we're going to go break records in sales or build a company. Um, you, you expect 
you're just expecting more from those five or six people than you do, you know, the, than the others in, in a company or in a team. And those characteristics uh, are noticeable by uh, a spectator. Uh, you take a look at, uh, you know, soccer, which is very, very big in Europe and what have you. <clears throat> but when you get certain players on, on the field, they are exceptional. And here's what happens. When you take high-performance people and you put them together, the overall performance goes up on both teams, the, you know, uh, the ones that are playing to win the championship. And what happens is, is the best of the best comes out. And that's what leads to a high-performance person. <clears throat> a high-performance person has a belief inside themselves that here's how they're going to operate. Here's how they're going to attack their days. Here's how they're going to work on their relationships. Here's how they're going to handle their finances. And a high-performance person is somebody that you all know that you can go to and get a straight, direct answer. No yelling, no screaming. It's just like, boom, here's the truth. Because high-performance people don't have the time, don't, well, you know, they've had to put up with, um, you know, bullshit, but they don't have the time to put up with it. And they let you know, and they're very, very effective at it. So, you know, the difference is, is um, noticing the little characteristics that allows that person to be above the rest, uh, more gifted, I know, more better DNA, maybe they've worked at it longer. Um, they're a high performance person and they, they push themselves relentlessly. Yeah. You know, I remember reading a story about uh, the late, great Kobe Bryant, who was a basketball player with the, uh, with uh, Los Angeles in case you're out of the country and, and are not familiar with him. But I mean, this guy was world famous. So if, if you don't know Kobe Bryant, <laughs> I'd become a little more aware of things. Uh, in any event, uh, the, the story was, uh, regardless if the Lakers won or lost, as soon as the arena they were in, uh, was empty and the cleaning crew was in there and there were no more spectators, he would go back out on the court and practice shots and especially shots that he missed during the previous game, like a couple of hours beforehand. And he would be out there for one, two, sometimes two and a half hours un until they would say, you know, M Mr. Bryant, we got to turn off all the lights. You got to go home now. But I mean, you know, and same with Michael Jordan, same with a lot of great athletes, you know, they're, they're the first one on the pitch, on the ice, on the field, on the, whatever they're playing on. They're the last one off. And oftentimes they go back and they practice and they practice and they practice. So when they do get in a game situation, they've been through it so many times before they've done their homework and so many other players don't do that. And they say, Oh, Kobe Bryant, he's a superstar. Well, is he really a superstar or was he a guy who just worked so hard? He outworked everybody else who was average. And, and that's, that's the point. The point is he still had DNA and everything else, but he worked to make his skills a little bit sharper, a little bit better. And, and just doing the extra work, Putting in that work is, is having a strong uh, work ethic. Um, yeah. High-performance people, it's like this. If we took a whole bunch of low-performance people and we put them in a high-performance work environment, okay, what we're going to find is some of those people are going to uh, go up and say, man, they're going to step up and, hey, uh, try to maintain a, the high-performance environment. And, and, and others... We'll say, hang on, and they'll, they'll immediately back away from the high-performance um, work that needs to be done. <clears throat> and that's another uh, telltale trait. I mean, I, I watch another interview where basically Kobe and Shaq, and uh, they all used to fight and what have you, right? And then uh, 
Kobe said, listen, if you could work as hard as me, we could be champions, right? And they ended up becoming champions. And even Kobe, uh, even um, Shaq says to this day, Kobe would always outwork him. Um, and, it, and it wasn't so much that Kobe was better. What Kobe was doing is pushing himself and wanting to be the best, okay? Um, the other thing that's really important is that um, uh, when, you're, when, when, when a high-performance environment is there, and you put people into that space, they are either going to sink or swim, uh, you know, stay with it or quit. Okay. And that's the other thing. A high performance person doesn't really have a sense of quitting. Um, they're like, it's a, they look at the failure as a learning experience versus like, Oh, well, you know what? The sky's falling and it's all terrible. They look at things a little differently. And, you know, uh, optimist versus a pessimist, okay? And um, high-performance people just have this little thing. And it's, it's hard to say exactly what it is, one, two, three, but you all know when you see Kobe play or, you know, one of the other uh, athletes play, you can tell this is a high-performance person. You know? yeah. And you can and choose any industry. The, these traits are going to rise above the rest. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I, I'm, I'm just guessing here because we don't have any exact statistical information, but based on uh, everything you've done in, done in your life. Uh, speaking of high-performance people, I, I would imagine, I'm not basing this on any sort of statistical information because we, we don't have it that exact. We know, we know pe where people are listening, and it's, uh, the, it's Russia, it's Italy, it's the United Arab Emirates, it's, uh, it's all around Europe, it's Canada, it's the United States. It's, uh, I mean, we've we got lots of listeners, and I'm, I'm, I'm guessing the vast majority of them are in some sort of a, a, a sales position. So, you know, you've had to take many steps in your life. So you've been there. I've had to take many steps in, in, in my life. Um, and some of them I failed at miserably, but you know, it, it didn't upset me. I got up, I dusted off and I started over again. But what, if we have somebody involved in sales, commission sales, direct sales, multi-level marketing, real estate, anything like that. And, and they're kind of new at this and, and, and they're taking the course. They've got a daily planner. They're committed. They've made a decision. What's the one or two things they can do right now with this course that will take them from an emerging leader to a high performance salesperson or a high performance person? I mean, what, what can they do? You know, people love, we're, we're in, we live in a drive through society, especially now. So what's the one thing they can do today to get, not, not, not to get amazing results, but just to slowly start, you know, putting that sailboat back on track. The best decision you can make is asking is the actions that you're taking and you're working on presently, is it a high payoff activity or is it a low payoff activity, an 80-20 activity? Yeah. <clears throat> in, in early episodes, we talked about this, but <clears throat> I'm glad you asked that question. A 20% item will lead you. You can, you can do a 20% item right now. <clears throat> it's something that you've been putting off. You know it's going to lead you uh, into either having a better relationship, repairing a relationship, and or creating a new relationship. Um, making that contact. There's some action you can go and take right now that'll lead to that happening. That's the way to start as a high performance person. High performance people don't go and do their 80 trivial many stuff and focus in on the most important things that will get them to their goal or dream now. And that's a, that's a, that's a 20% item. <clears throat> that's the one thing you can do immediately as, as you're watching this. Uh, now it's like, okay, listen, get in your planner, uh, go and see what your, uh, your 20s are that lead you to 80% results and go and do one or two of those right now and you're moving your life that fast. Very easy. Yeah. Also easy not to do. 
Yeah, and that's the problem. So what happens when you make a decision that you're going to be going from a leader to a high-performance leader? So when the, when the excuse comes there, you can pretty well say to yourself, I'm not a high-performance person. That's correct. And then now you have, and that, that should leave some good psychological scars <clears throat> that should push you, not deter you, okay, to say, man, <clears throat> what would a high-performance person do? And just asking yourself that question moves you. Think about it. What would a high performance? Oh, this is what would be good. And you know what it is. Go and do it. And then don't put up with your uh, laziness or excuses. You know, I started this uh, diet with Jessica and myself, working out, being very, very consistent. And, um, you know, the other day went out to a Mexican restaurant. And as much as I love tortilla chips and salsa, I knew, hey, I'm not going to touch the tortilla chips and salsa. And but they smelled so good, Gene. Okay, it's like you know, you get all these little temptations. And the but the point is, if you're if you're serious about doing something, there's a level of integrity that comes up, and you're like, ah, you know what? And didn't have chips and salsa. Not because I didn't like chips and salsa. It was just that it's not the right time uh, to have that food, and you know, have it on my cheat day, which actually today is a cheat day for me. Now, you know what? That's so funny. You would bring that up <clears throat> because uh, Adam's wife is is uh, Jessica. And um, Jessica, uh, well, she's had two children and her body is in incredible shape because she works out. She is a workout model. She goes into competitions. And the one thing I loved about meeting Jessica at first was she's really goal driven. She works out. She has her routine. I mean, she does this as a profession. This just isn't somebody saying, I'm going to go to the gym today. She wants results. But then I remember she celebrated her week of working. I think you and I were driving up to Sacramento or something like that. And we pulled over at some steak food restaurant. And Jessica said, I'm going to cheat. Now, Adam's wife is in perfect shape. It's not overweight. She's, you know, she she does this for a living. And this little five foot nothing woman, like ate like a 27 pound steak <laughs> as her celebration day. So as you change, you know, I guess the one thing we haven't talked about this as you go from leader to high performance person, high performance salesperson, high performance anything, you got, you got to celebrate your victories big and small to make you feel good and keep you on track. I mean, you, you, you got to have, you got to have a little piece of chocolate cake, whatever that is, if it's either real chocolate cake or metaphysical chocolate cake, would you agree? Yeah. 100%. In fact, what you're really, what you're really doing is, and it's going to sound shocking to everybody, but you're shocking your system. <clears throat> and high performance people like to push themselves, which is a shock to the system. Hey, can I do it? Can I make this happen? <clears throat> um, you know, having a cheat day on a diet is a, it, it shocks the body. It's like, oh, well, I got all this extra food. Well, I can, you know, I can burn it. You know, and and once again, these these are techniques. These are little characteristics of what, what it takes to be a high performance person. <clears throat> but it's, it also comes down to um, you being strict on yourself. See, nobody's going to, the only person who can truly hold you accountable is yourself. Okay. It's not like you have, you know, we're going to show up at the door and give you a caning because you didn't <laughs> do your purpose statement. <laughs> okay? yeah. Yeah. But you know, you have to, it's funny when you buy a new iPhone, the iPhone becomes yours. When you go and buy a new Mercedes or BMW or new car, it becomes your car, your BMW, your, you know, uh, whatever. So when you go and get the planning system, it becomes your planning system and you're, you have to personalize it. You have to uh, let it, let the seven habits leak into your life because just practicing the seven habits will make you a high performance person every single day. And, and high-performance people make incredible decisions. 
high performance people follow up. It's a, you know, <clears throat> high performance people take the responsibility and they wear it. And this is our invitation to you is look, there's nothing, you, you, you don't have to operate at full high performance every single day. Race cars mm -hmm. don't do that. No. But, but on race day, it's time to perform. <laughs> well, hey, look, Formula One is held on Sunday, but on, on Monday through Saturday, all they're doing is working to get that driver in that car up to 100% maximum performance. And then they go out and somebody wins the race and they go, I won. And what I've noticed too, is that when people take this course with you, they don't even know that they're becoming high performance, but then all of a sudden people start following them and they're attracted to them and they say, I want to do what, what Adam wants to do. And you know, uh, this course is about you, the listener or the viewer, but you know, here's something that I wanted to do because I consider myself a high performance person. I, I joined a sales company because I wanted to get on the corporate side. I was thinking of maybe the sales side, uh, but I really wanted to know what it was like. And I, I, I remember going to a convention and I said, who are two of the highest earners in this company? And this woman said, well, there's this guy named Jason and there's another gentleman named Adam Vincent Gilmer. And my only mission that weekend at that convention was to meet these two guys, to become their best friend and to work with them because I knew they were making money. I knew they were successful. I wasn't exactly sure how to do what they were doing, but I wanted to learn how to do it. And my decision was, I'm just going to walk up and say, I want to be like you. Would you be my mentor? Help me make money. And you and the other guy, this guy named Jason, you both embraced me and took, took me into your lives. And now look at where we are years and years later, you and I are together and we're teaching this material and it was based on me just So, you know, one of the things I always stress when people want to become high performance or a leader, go to a leader, say, I want to be like you. I want to hang out like you. 99% of people have been in your position and they say, wow, can't believe you tracked me down. I, I yeah, sure. I, yeah. Hang around with me. You never know where it's going to go, but if you, if you go to the right leader, it's, it, you're, you're going to go big. Right. And I think, <clears throat> Gene, that's an energy, right? I mean, you know, so you, people want to become better. Great. So go work with people who are already there and do what they do. Yeah. And, you know, so somebody says, Adam, is it really worthwhile to plan and organize every single day? I'm like, you know what? Until you've tried it, you won't know <laughs> the, yeah. the incredible benefits. And, and then, then you'll be saying to me, you know, oh my goodness, why did this happen sooner? Well, and, and that's the thing. I can't make it happen sooner for you. Gene can't make it happen sooner for you. You, the listener, have to take action and make it better for yourself. And that's called personal responsibility. And that's called having the right energy. You know, um, a lot of people tend to think that, you know, uh, you know, positive and negative attract each other. It's really not that way. What, what I'm trying to say is that like attracts like. Okay. Um, people of a similar belief system come together. They like each other. Okay. That's the whole point of, you know, the term like it, and, and, and that attracts energy. So if you want to get, uh, you know, more high performance out of your life, come and spend some time with high performance people and what will happen, it's going to sound crazy, but the habits are going to rub off on you. And, and that's called personal development. Personal development is taking a terrible habit, replacing it with an even better habit that's more rewarding, and it gets better for you over time. That's how you, what we're doing in developing. It's how you learn to read. It's how you learn to type. It's how you learn to speak. You, you have these repetitive actions going on that, were, that led you to where we are here. 
the habitudes that I follow through every single day on seven habitudes. I mean, even when I'm on a plane or, or I'm traveling or uh, like on this particular webinar, I've got, I've got notes, you know, I've got everything that I'm going through. It's, it's a plan. Um, you know, Gene messaged me the other day and said, hey, listen, what are the topics for our episodes? I say, here they are. Boom, 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 boom. Because, you know, this is what we need. Uh, this is, uh, to be a high performance person, the challenge to you folks watching is if you don't have a planner that's pushing you, where you know in the back of your head that you're supposed to be doing it every day and you're not, let that be the neurotransmitter reminder to you to say, get on it. Okay. Go plan, go organize, uh, you know, write your purpose statement, go over your monthly goals, uh, objectives uh, that you want to make happen. Go to the gym, watch what you eat, <clears throat> break your day up into 80, 20, 20% high payoff things first, 80% trivial. You can, uh, you know, delegate those later, but work on critical high payoff activities and force yourself to be a high performance person. That's what our planner does. Exactly. And believe me, Adam and I will not be showing up at your door <laughs> asking to see your daily planner. <laughs> That's something you're going to have to do. So you're going to need a daily planner. If you don't have one yet, if you've just maybe chosen this episode out of random to see what uh, the course is all about and what, uh, what uh, Adam brings to the table, um, get your daily planner. Go to 802365.com. It's about a buck a day. You'll get a system for an entire year. If, uh, if you're listening from a country where, you know, things are small and there's problems and they don't deliver, uh, you'll be able to print it all off and you will use it every day and it will become your guide to life. We will not be showing up at your door. Uh, coming up next, and I, I love this topic when, when Adam sent it to me, how to deal with the highs and lows. Um, I think a lot of people get uh, mistaken about how to deal with the high highs and lows. And instead of celebrating the highs, some people become uh, real egotistical, you know, what I'm talking about kind of people. And then some people, <laughs> you know, a couple of those, I bet. And, uh, you know, when you hit the lows, uh, sometimes maybe, maybe they're not that low. I had a low with Adam once and his reaction to me was, I just thought it, it was beautiful. It surprised me. It delighted me. And I'll tell you about that when we deal with highs and lows in our next episode. For Adam Vincent Gilmer in the 802365 system, I'm your host, Gene Velitis. Join us on the next episode, Highs and Lows.